This is Words That Move Me, the podcast where movers and shakers like you get the information and inspiration you need to navigate your creative career with clarity and confidence. I am your host, Master Mover, Dana Wilson. And if you're someone that loves to learn, laugh, and is looking to rewrite the starving artist story, then sit tight, but don't stop moving, because you're in the right place. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome. I'm Dana. This is Words That Move Me. So, so glad that you are here today. And I am so, so excited to be talking to a very old friend on this episode. Um, this, this special guest is not a dancer, but if you are a dancer, especially here in Los Angeles, chances are that she and certainly her work have had a huge impact on you. Today, I am talking with Jin Lee, the Director of Operations at Millennium Dance Complex. Yes, y'all, this is big, and I cannot wait to share, but first, wins. Oh, I'm excited about this one, y'all. This is this is even better than the Super Bowl commercial, really, truly, in my heart. When I balance the two, this is big. Today, I am celebrating that I am an official dog nanny, which sounds really funny as one word, dog nanny, to the greatest dog on the planet. Not your dog. Mimi Cave's dog, Olive. <laughs> it's really, you guys... Really, I'm being very spoiled by taking care of this dog because she's the sweetest thing, loves to cuddle, just, you know, does all the right things, doesn't do any of the wrong things, like pee or poop in the house or I don't chew on things. I don't know. She's just very quiet, very calm, such a love. Um, You're going to hear a little bit more about her and my thoughts about dogs in this episode today. Oh, my goodness. You'll also hear my thoughts about babies which might surprise you. (laughs) Um, But anyways, for those of you who know me, having a dog is a big deal, so this is a major step for me. Um, Dog nanny, dog winning, super stoked about that. Also, I do want to say here in this win segment, we are working on a way of incorporating your wins into the show. I always ask you what's going well in your world, and you hopefully say it to yourself, but um, I've had so many of you sending your wins into me via voice note on Instagram. Please keep them coming. And, but, I don't actually have a way to um, transfer the voice note from Instagram into any other application. So right now, we're kind of bottlenecked, but keep sending the wins. Um because I will find a way to get them on the show. I just, man, maybe don't send them in Instagram message. Sorry, I don't have a clear plan yet. Stay tuned. Send me your wins any which way you please. Instagram DM, that's fine. I'll find a way. Email WTMM, as in words that move me, but don't spell it. WTMM podcast at gmail.com is another way to send your wins in. I do want to be shouting y'all out on the pod, so do keep winning, keep sending your wins, and congratulations in advance. 
All right. Now, okay, that was me and the preface about future audience wins. But now it is your turn, listener. Tell me. Tell yourself or whoever is nearby right now. What is going well in your world? Congratulations, my friend. Now, keep saying them, keep sending them, stay loud and proud, keep winning. So happy for you. And if you aren't already winning, this is a good segue. This episode might be a bump in the direction of winning because Jen and I are about to go in on what makes good business good right? Making decisions, getting organized, getting with the right people, uh, getting over yourself, and honestly, getting over other people. (laughs) Lots of good stuff. Lots of straight talk. Ooh, which reminds me, Jen and I are both spirited types who call on spirited adult language. So if you have littles nearby, perhaps this is one for the headphones. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, You can wear headphones, or they can wear headphones, or you can both wear headphones. I'm wearing headphones right now. I'm moving on. (laughs) My friends, please enjoy this conversation with the fabulous Jin Lee. All right, I think we're doing it. Jin Lee, (laughs) welcome to Words That Move Me. How are you, my friend? I'm so good. How are you, Tina? I'm good. I'm good. In in the, in the pre-show chit-chat, Jen and I were talking about our dogs, um, but now we're going to talk about ourselves. <laughs> Jen, I'm so excited you're here. I I feel like I see you in passing maybe once a month and during COVID times, months a month. <laughs> um, so we never get to go any, any deeper than the very tip of the iceberg. Hellos, how are yous? So I'm excited. I'm excited to dig in a little bit. Uh, protocol, common protocol on the podcast is that all my guests introduce themselves. Some love it, some hate it. But um, I will yield the floor and let you simply tell us anything you want us to know about you. Us, by the way, is me and listeners. <laughs> because it is kind of deceiving when we're just looking at each other. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, hit it. What you got? So my name is Jen Lee. I am the director of operations over at Millennium Dance Complex. I have been running the studio for over 20 years. That was one of my one of my 20 questions. <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> um Yeah. I mean, short and sweet, I think. Okay, okay I love it. Oh, well, we're going to get we're going to get into deep and still sweet at least, I think, but we'll find out. Um I started working at Millennium in 2005, so 16 years ago, um, and I, I was teaching an adult ballet class on Saturday mornings. I started as a sub, you probably recall, and then I had my own adult ballet class, which work. It was my favorite time out of the whole week. Um, so at that point, had you been there for just several years? Do you remember that time very well? Dana, everything's such a blur. To oh my me. gosh. <laughs> Just this past year is a blur, let alone oh 2005. I noticed that I remember certain aspects of like the earlier years, but a mm-hmm. lot of them 
like I've I've actually forgotten a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I started when I was what year was that? Two thousand. Okay. Two thousand. Yeah, I started at yeah. And was your role at the time director of operations? No, not at all. So here is how this all came about. Um, yes, give me a lineage. I my history with Millennium. Let's um, go. <laughs> so I actually like never wanted to be in the arts whatsoever. Okay. You know, my growing up Korean, having a Korean father, he's like, you're either going to be a doctor or a lawyer. And I hated school. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to go to school for that long and get in debt. You know, my dad has always owned a business. He's always had restaurants and bars. And there goes my dog. Hey, dogs. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love the dog element of the podcast. I'm getting really excited. He's such a buzz. Um, But anyways, going back to... um, So... I never saw myself in the arts industry mm-hmm. at all because I sort of wanted to either like run my own thing, be an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. own a business, and or who knows. You know, I was still mm-hmm. fairly young. You were going so, for other, just yeah, not, yeah. not doctor lawyer. Yeah. Um, I love, I used to love photography though. So I loved taking pictures when I was growing up and always in. I, I thought I was pretty good at it. So I think at the age of 19, I decided, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to try this out. Who cares if it doesn't work out? So ended up going to school for photography. Mm-hmm. Got super into it for two years. And I ended up getting an internship with a fashion photographer. So that same exact day, um, somebody had told me about Robert and Anne-Marie and Millennium Dance Complex. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't even know that world. What is that world? What is that? Just because I'm like, dancers? Mm-hmm. Dancers make great subjects. Right? Like, just when I heard about, like, what they do there, mm-hmm. I was very intrigued. So, but he was looking for an assistant at the time. Robert was. Um, Robert was. Mm-hmm. So Robert and Anne. And and Robert and Anne are the owners, correct? Yes. They're okay. the owners of the studio. Look, this is a long story, by the way. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes, they were the owners of the studio. I see. Uh-huh. They were the owners of the studio at the time. Mm-hmm. Anne had... It was Millennium, though, or was it Morelandis? No, it was Millennium. Okay, so the Morelandis so was, was the pre- Way was... before... Got when Anne Marie was uh, running the show at Morlandis, so she is the originator. Uh huh. So, yes. The seed, the roots. Yes. Uh-huh. So Robert Baker, he was a producer, so he was doing film and television. They ended up getting pregnant with Luke, and Anne wanted to spend time being a mom and, you know, mm-hmm. like just do that and not deal with the studio stuff. So Robert sort of, you know, started taking over and mm-hmm. doing day-to-day operations, this and that. And they ended up moving to Millennia. 
and he started bringing in you know the celeb aspect of it yeah yeah i don't know if you remember robert back in the day like oh the nicest guy ever yes just schmoozing with everybody here you go free this free that you know take all the dance classes you know he's a great person Yes. Um, great human being. And, um, you know, the behind the scenes, they had a bunch of record labels that owed them money <laughs> for Ooh. rehearsals. Oh, my goodness. Wait, record labels <laughs> owing people yeah. money? Oh, right? No. Who I don't thought? believe it. <laughs> so he needed an assistant at the time. And, you know, they're they decided like, Hey, you know, he had a a friend of a friend that was a mutual friend of mine also. Mm -hmm. And so she basically just told me like, Oh, Hey, by the way, I don't know why I thought of you, but I think you would really get along with this guy and he's looking for an assistant. And I think you'd like the company. Amazing. So I ended up going on an interview And I had an interview with my um, fashion photographer on the same day. I did back-to-back interviews. I went to the fashion photographer interview, booked that. and then like you do. (laughs) Of course, (laughs) everything. And then when I met with Robert, I saw the studio. And you know what it's like at the studio. I do. You walk in. Oh, God, yes. It's not like the nicest studio, but the old studio space. You walk in. But there's an energy. It buzzes. It totally buzzes. And the 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 old one on Lancashire, yeah. the hallways the were hallways small. Were so tight. And you so you had to connect with people. Yes. You like by default of going in and out, yes. you touched people. Like you yes. were in contact. Oh my gosh! Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. And as soon as I walked in, I was like, I don't know what this place is, but I sort of love it. Yes. And as soon as I met Robert and like shook his hand, there was just an energy about him and him and I just fucking clicked. Love it. I didn't even have to like make a decision within five minutes of talking with him. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go with him Mm -hmm. just because I saw the future of how this could be. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I saw my future of... I know there was potential there, mm-hmm. you know, booking that job with Robert. And the first thing that I did when I started with Millennium was I noticed how a lot of people owed him a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, the invoices of rehearsal space that was being used. And you remember those days, Dana. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had JLo there for four months doing mm-hmm. Rehearsals for mm-hmm. tour. Britney we always we rehearsed with JT in there all the time. Yeah, and it's it was like months and months, and of course that stuff all adds up. Mm-hmm. There was over a hundred thousand dollars worth of rental invoices not past due. Paid. Wow, <laughs> not paid. I was astounded, and so at the time Robert had this one guy. I forget his name, but he had. One person coming in once a week to call about. Invoices. Oh, no, no, that's not how we make change. I'm like, no, no, no. 
I'm like, this is going to be my job for the first, like, three months. So you were a bloodhound. Oh, yeah. And oh, you know, my gosh. Good you're so good at it. Well, yes, because you're direct. And yeah. these are facts. It, yes. The fact is, you're past you due. this money. <laughs> yes. And that's it. But, you, mm-hmm. you know, with collections, mm-hmm. it's you just have to be on on top of them. Mm-hmm. And it's not like they sometimes, of course, they didn't want to pay because, you know, whatever the case may be, their budget was all, you know, sorry, right. we don't have a so budget for it anymore. We spent it all like, oh, well. And so care. now it's your problem that we. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so within the first three months, I collected over $80,000 for that company. OK, you earned your keep. And yes. then Robert was like, you're promoted. <laughs> <laughs> he basically was like, you know what? This is the You're best in. thing. You're yeah. in. I want you to help me run the studio. Here's a title. Mm-hmm. And I want you to help me. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, back then, Robert was there full time. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. we used to be a 24-hour rental facility. Like, I remember Pink used to want to only rent after hours. Hmm. And it was literally from 12 to like 3 a.m. Wow. Who do you think was there? It was Robert. And he used to just be there constantly, you know, mm-hmm. open mm-hmm. the studio, close the studio. So, of course, he needed a lot of help. And, mm-hmm. you know, I sort of came in and sort of cleaned house with the front desk staff, got a mm-hmm. little organized with our work-study scholarship program that we mm-hmm. have there. And we started, like, you know, building, getting organized, like, having having you know you need you need help when you want to grow a company you always need to hire on people that know what they're doing yes and not that i, I mean, knew what i was doing at the time but you know it was like a growing you're the process. type of person that figures it out right and i i've never had a job dana where i've actually been like i enjoy going to work you know wow. i really do because mm-hmm. Even though there might be trauma, like I've, you know, of course, customer service, you're always going to deal with like that nasty customer. But at the end of the day, like overall, like I get to see beautiful dancers, like just creating and doing their thing. And like, how can I not be happy? With- <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. When that's yeah. what comes in and out of of your door every day. Yeah. It's not right? people like buying goods. It's people <laughs> investing in themselves and in yes. the future of yes. dance and, and entertainment kind of at large. Um, it is a special thing to be a part of that. You feel it. It's so special. It's so special. And just, and the students that come in and just the training that mm. used to take place versus now, like, mm. Okay, no, holy smokes. You know I want to talk about it. You know I want to talk about it. I of mean, tr- I, I've i heard a lot of people say that cameras changed mm-hmm. dance class, like cameras mm-hmm. changed training. Yeah. I have thoughts about that. Um, what do you think was the biggest shift in, in then, to, then and now? I mean, definitely social media, for mm-hmm. sure. But mm-hmm. that's that's a given. But one of the things that I did notice just the years, the decades at the, you know, in the dance studio, I noticed how dancers now, like back in the day, 
you guys like really trained. Mm -hmm. You were there every day, like mm -hmm. training, training, training. But now, I mean, some of these dancers are like fucking sponges. Yeah. Oh my God. You go into one dance class and they're like, they got the moves. Mm -hmm. It's literally appalling. I'm like, how long has this person been training for? And it hasn't been that long. They're just mm. super naturally gifted. You think so? Of, I do. Yeah. And it's weird though, because I'm like, I don't know if it's a gift or if they can just mimic or if they can you know, just, they're good at copying. Well, that might be Ooh. part of it. But do you know what I think it is as well? And I, this is not to toot your horn um, or the horn of social media, but I think teachers have gotten better. And this yeah. is not that people didn't use to teach the shit out of dance class. Right. I mean, right. my my training regimen, I would not change an ounce of. I yeah. mean, the Mandy Moores, the Helene Phillips, Tavares Wilson, um, Marty, you know, I was in Marty's class yeah. all yeah. any and all the times. Yeah. I think training has improved because those people taught more people how to yeah. how to be great teachers yeah. no. so part of is part of it is exposure and seeing yeah. things yep. but the other part is like marty's generation also like jumped on conventions so they're traveling the whole country yeah. america yeah. anyways gets to see them at least once a year yeah. and then there's the next generation that also is teaching on convention all the time so they get them and me and my generation two times four times a year mix that with going to millennium or making a trip to la for a couple weeks and then you guys franchised so that scale of education is so much more available now i think students are better because the education available is better yeah, definitely. And with social media, like, I don't know how. Yeah, just exposure. They they're just looking, through. they're just exposed to it. Yeah, of course. And I mean, well, you remember back in the day, too, like, I mean, there weren't that many dancers, right? Like, <laughs> I want to actually like... see, the, I want to see the statistics. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me the census. Thousand yeah. versus now. Yeah. What do you think? So much more? So much more. Okay. Well, it's we funny because I don't. I don't train as much anymore. I'm 35 now. Yeah, yeah. And so the last time I went to an in-person audition, I can't even remember. Yep. But the last time I went to take class at Millennium, I was like, oh, I know no one. <laughs> yeah, like, right. I know nobody. Not one it was the most surreal feeling. Wow. So, But yeah, yeah. There, there are boatloads every day, I'm assuming, because yeah. dance, I think, has never been more popular. Yeah, I think dance is getting, and that's, the greatest thing is dance has finally been totally seen mm -hmm. as, you know what, this is, this can be a career. Mm -hmm. You know, back then it was like, yeah, unless you were that super talented backup dancer booking that tour, mm -hmm. you know, and then with, so you think you can dance, I think had a big thing mm -hmm. with dancers. Huge impact. Dancers, mm -hmm. Because they, I mean, it was everywhere you know people saw how talented dancers are mm -hmm. and i think jobs became more available for dancers so mm -hmm. i think mm -hmm. it, it is definitely a great thing in the dance community i mean now it's a little different of course with covid yeah. and that hitting but i still see like so many dancers like 
these young kids from and new new faces all the time. Yeah, new faces from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. You new know. class cards, new yes. registration. Yes. Yeah, she just yeah. moved out. She's like, I just moved out to L.A. I want to pursue my dance career. <laughs> like, and you're like, that'll be twenty five dollars, please. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'm like, okay. it's such a trip. It's such a trip. And I I love it. I mean, I you're catching me on a I'm babysitting a dog this week. I'm feeling rosy. I'm wearing yeah. a raspberry beret. I'm feeling very funky and uh light. But I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing to have a a large and enthusiastic community. It can be tough on the education front. Um, helping a young workforce become acquainted with the progress that's been made by by elder generations in terms of, I'll I'll say being organized in general, but talking about professionalism, um, it can be hard to keep to keep a large community educated all the time when there's There's the churn rate is so fast. Um, But I think it's an asset. We can talk a little bit more about why in a second. But I want to ask, I'm backing up a little bit because I'm fascinated. You mentioned in the early, early days, being able to see a future with this company and feeling like this is going to be big. Mm-hmm. This is going to, this is going to go somewhere. I can be a part of it. I want to, I want to be a part of it. Yeah. Is the future that you imagined then anything at all like what is happening now? Yeah, for sure. Like wow. when we franchised. <laughs> I knew that this company was headed that way. Mm-hmm. Like if we worked it, worked hard, and I mean, just you know what it's like in the dance industry. Like there isn't that many dance studios out there that mm-hmm. are as established as Millennium. At, at professional level. There are at a professional yeah. level, you know, mm-hmm. of course, mm-hmm. you know, where the professional dancers come teach, train, do Mm -hmm. it all, you know, Mm -hmm. like rehearse. Like I knew that franchise was going to be, I totally saw it. And even from the beginning, he actually did it like, Mm -hmm. wow. Yeah. So you were deliberately working towards the, the franchise thing. Granted, That's something that we have always discussed back of the house. Mm -hmm. You know, that's always been a dream. Mm -hmm. Definitely. But we never knew how to make it come to fruition. Mm-hmm. But it was also one of those things with this one thing about Millennium and Anne and Robert, but especially Anne Marie, things just come at the best time. Timing mm. is everything. Is she charmed? Yes, she is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, I know a few of those. <laughs> she is like the magic of Millennium and this because not a lot of people know her because she's not around the studio of course a lot Mm -hmm. you know she had Luke and then you know I forget how how, what the age difference is and then she had the twins you know Mm -hmm. Sean and Avalon and she had them a little bit at a later age I think she Mm -hmm. was 42 at the time when she had Sean and Avalon so you know, she was busy. Mm-hmm. She fucking three kids. Good lord. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you know, I'm Jen. I'm a single <laughs> human person. I mean, I'm a married human person, yeah, yeah. but I'm one body. Mm-hmm. I have a dog 
in the other room right now and I'm perspiring because I'm like, are they okay? Are they hungry? Do they need to poop? Do they need to pee? Do I have enough money for this? Like, can you even, it really, that whole thing. No, it's fascinating. I can't fathom. Yeah. I can't fathom. So, You're like, no, well, give me, let me just be the director of the biggest franchise professional dance <laughs> studio in the world, and I'm fine. I'm good with that. I'm We're good totally with that. Good. This so, is why I don't want kids, Dana. I am yeah. on board with you. Do you, are you, do you feel like you're getting pressure about that? Fuck no. Okay. Thank me goodness, neither. my boo, don't, him and I are on the same boat, which so really mine is and helpful. I. Mine, mine and me and mine. Yes, it is definitely helpful. It's um, so helpful because I, I could imagine, like, mm-hmm. if he did want kids, like, I would second guess it. And I'm like, no, I don't want them. Like, if I don't want them, I'm not going to have them. But mm-hmm. he is so on the same boat. We're going to just rescue dogs for the rest of our lives. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's awesome. If you ever need a, a dog sitter, yeah. I'd like to... Of I don't course. know if I can take on multiple at once because yeah. I didn't change my stress level with the single one dog, uh, but maybe I'll I'll get there. I do yes. have, I do have the aptitude for growth and self improvement. Maybe I'll become a multiple dog owner someday. Um, okay, so that's cool. I agree, and I have noticed it's something odd, and I don't think I've ever talked about this on the podcast. But my husband is a multi type. He is many things. He is an extremely technical person. He is not a dancer, but he is more of an artist than most of the quote unquote artists that I know. Um, He graduated with his degree in sculpture. He went to pursue a PhD in visual neuroscience. He now is a rapid prototyping specialist who does cameras, displays, lenses, light, camera arrays, all sorts of very cool optical stuff and cool general stuff. He does very cool stuff. And I am surprised, actually, that in his kind of world of colleagues and friends, he has more examples of people um, kind of doing the check the boxes where, you know, they're a young single person doing really awesome and interesting work and then they start dating someone seriously and then they get married and then they get a house and then they have kids and then they have a van and then they stop doing interesting work. Right. Oddly enough, you would expect the same to be true for women like me, but it isn't. Actually, I have so many great examples of women who, you know, check the boxes, got the husband, got the house, got maybe yeah. got the van, who knows, yeah. um, and had the kids and are still crushing. Yes. So I I didn't really feel the pressure that it was like one or the other, have yeah. kids or have a career. Yeah. Um, I, had, I have great examples. You look at Napoleon and Tabitha. You yep. look at Allison and Twitch. You yep. look at, I mean, I know a lot of women with kids that are still crushing it in the game. And so it wasn't that pressure at all. I really feel like my body and my time and my money, I like the way they are. (laughs) And people keep telling me, it'll change. You're going to feel it one day. You should freeze your eggs. I'm like, you keep saying that, but I am 35. I haven't felt it yet. And I'm going to stick with my guts. Uh, My my small guts that have not yet been destroyed by (laughs) human life (laughs) created in there. 
Cool. Uh, which is where Love babies you. happen, everyone, in your guts, just so you know. <laughs> you're getting the technical breakdown here. Um, but interesting. Okay. I, I love that I know that about you now. No, I love okay. that about and you, this is not, Dana. This is not to say that people this. can't have babies. I think it's great. Yeah. Say no. that again. No, I love that we share this. Yeah. Knowledge for each other. It doesn't yeah, surprise no me at all. For us. <laughs> I, I seriously, well, you've heard me now talk about dogs 18 times, mm -hmm. but when I walk down the street and a baby passes, yeah. I'm like, oh, look, a small person. But a dog passes, and I'm like, oh, my God, okay. babe, 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 look, look. look and look I will, like, look. trot off to go follow this little – I am a dog yeah. person, not yeah. a baby person. I, I do have nieces, and I love them very much. Uh, they are not listening because they're yeah. four and seven, but I love you, nieces. Okay. Okay, let's let's refocus now. Not that talking about babies is, not a, is a bad thing. I think yeah. this is a good thing. Um, but I am seriously curious because after starting the podcast, I started a, a community that sort of grew from this, this kind of bundle of loyal listeners who I decided to connect more with, like on in a, I almost said face to face, which is cute, screen to screen level. Yeah. So I now have a, a small community of, you know, people interested in creative careers. And I know not all of them want to become backup dancers. Not all of them want to become, you know, choreographers or master teachers or teaching on a convention. But they all have a similar skill set, which is like dance. Most of them is, have been dancing for a long time. But they're also, they're leaders and they're oddballs and they don't have the typical path. Yeah. And so I think, I think that you didn't either. So I think you're a great example a really great person to be talking to my listeners about kind of that moment where you like, Ooh, this feels right. Yeah. I'm going to do this thing. Yeah. So what I'm wanting to hear more about is like, if you can talk about that, how do you make decisions? How do you follow your gut? How do you know that like, ah, that's the path for me. Yeah. I mean, even on something like the decision to franchise, that was something yeah. you always knew, but how yeah. did you know Utah, Miami, Denver, yeah. like there, you, you make decisions all the time. How do you, how do you I'll decide? Be honest, we didn't know where, mm -hmm. but I mean, of course there's always like the big dance markets, right? Mm -hmm. Denver, Utah. I mean, that's a mm -hmm. given because mm -hmm. you guys all, well, do how do you measure that? How do you, how do you know? I mean, I know cause they travel on a convention. Yeah. Convention. Oh, is that how you know? Okay. Yeah. Conventions. You you go to, you see, and you, even though I haven't been to Jump or any of the mm -hmm. other conventions or Tremaine or whatever, but I know where, like, the big talented dancers are because mm -hmm. at Millennium, when we get these big groups from Utah, mm -hmm. they're taking class and they're doing private lessons with one of our instructors I see how talented they are. Wow. So there is a totally symbiotic relationship between convention circuits and professional training studios. I should yeah. have known that. That is like yeah. the most obvious thing. I really oh, was not sure. clued into that. Yeah, for sure. And you see like how talented they are. So if you put mm -hmm. a millennium in their city, like, you know, it's going to thrive. But also, you know, people think it's so easy to like run a business and even with Millennium, with, even with the name, like, granted, yes, you're buying the name, 
They come to Millennium LA, come train with me. I give them, you know, A to Z, like this is how you run a dance studio. Mm-hmm. And we try to support them as much as possible by helping them connect with choreographers. Mm-hmm. But it's still running a business. They're they not- have to do it. They run their... Yeah. yeah. They're not in LA, which mm-hmm. is the biggest market for commercial and dance industry market they're not Mm -hmm. in la and that's who we are we're Mm -hmm. a commercial dance studio Mm -hmm. and so how are you doing in in utah and stuff so in utah of course like utah's great Mm -hmm. but like miami we had a millennium in miami we thought that it would do well Mm -hmm. but they ended up closing Hmm, i didn't know that Yes. So a couple of the franchises that we did open because it's an individually owned franchise. Got it. Somebody else that has a history in dance one way or another or history in business Mm -hmm. and they somehow want to get involved in the dance industry. So, you know, they basically present it to Anne Marie Mm -hmm. and we meet with them. Mm-hmm. and figure out like oh are they a good fit <laughs> and sometimes we have said yes mm-hmm. and even though in the beginning of those times like we have said i don't think this is gonna go well but mm-hmm. they're so adamant about it <laughs> and so if they think if they think that they they have what it takes to run a millennium then like we're gonna let them try you know, and that's their dream as well. Mm-hmm. So who are, who are we to say from the get go, like, I'm sorry, I'm going to crush your dream and not give you the franchise. Right. <laughs> you know, so, you, so um, you give them a chance and you give them the tools. You say, basically, this is the structure we use. Yes. It may or may not work for you because we're in different places, different audiences. Different markets. Okay. And- it has definitely worked for some of our franchisors, but mm-hmm. some of them have been closed, like Miami mm-hmm. closed. And unfortunately, after COVID, Denver closed. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that was just because due to COVID as yeah. well. I, I mean, we saw it here yeah, too. We saw I'm it so, here. I had so to glad you guys survived. Too. Yeah. You had we to close survived. what? Um, I had to close my fitness business. I opened a fitness business with my sister and my brother-in-law. But of course we, it was six months Mm. opened and then COVID hit. Mm -hmm. So it was really bad timing. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry for that. It doesn't sound like you were devastated about that. If you did sound like it, it might be more um, gentle in this, but I'm like, how do you, how do you feel about that? One of those, try again? It's one of those situations where it was fucking COVID. <laughs> You're right. You're like, um, you know? I would take this personal, but it is 100% not personal. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way it, to take that personal. It was a little personal in the aspect of these fucking commercial owners, property owners, thinking oh. that oh, I'm sorry, I expect you to pay your full rent during COVID. Oh. <laughs> like, how do you do that? How do you do that? 
how do you, when you are completely shut down, how do you, do you get in debt? Hedge fund money. $1,000 in debt? Sell your soul to the devil? Yeah. No, you just can't. So you have to make that fucking soul crushing decision and say, hey, I just put my life savings or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my life savings, but, you know, mm-hmm. my brother-in-law and my sister, they put a lot of their money in there. And, you know, we just made the decision, like, we would rather do this than, you know, go more in debt. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it was like that with a lot of businesses. And it's sad to say, and same thing with Millennium. Millenniums, we're in debt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All that rent from 14 months of closure oh you guys no joke (laughs) that's all owed but the great thing about our property owner she was very cool about it she's like look i know you guys are a great business Mm -hmm. you're a good tenant Mm -hmm. don't pay me anything until you have it oh my god wow that's unheard of that's (laughs) But I'm see, my this jaws is on the floor. Kind of magic that I tell you that Anne-Marie Anne-Marie. Wow. <laughs> right. Knowing who to do business with yeah, is half the business. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, but Anne definitely has like that little, you know, extra the blessing. Yes. With Anne-Marie, like, you know, she's an ex-dancer herself. Mm-hmm. So she understands the struggles of dance and you know, the industry itself, she's been there, she's done it, you know, Um, but she is appreciative of, Mm -hmm. and, you know, not a lot of, a lot of uh, people know the history of Millennium Mm -hmm. and the owners and whatnot. So, yeah. Yeah. That's very special. Yes. He's very special. That's heartening. (laughs) Um, okay. Huh. It's, it's really cool to hear about Robert and Anne-Marie as people, like as yeah. humans, because yeah, yeah. I've always seen them as, you know, yeah. the pillars of <laughs> oh, right? the place that is the pillar of um, my world. Yeah, so that's cool. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm fascinated to hear also that you had a side business because, you know, where we is it an LA thing or is it just a human thing? Am I oversimplifying by saying that? That, or maybe it's just like a, this period in time that we have like the big thing that we do, but then we yeah. also have like the thing that we yeah. love. Yeah. For me, it's the podcast and my words that move yes. in the community. Um, but now I'm, I'm curious to hear because at Millennium you have, you guys have the kids program, the work study program, rentals, master classes, yeah. regular class schedules, yeah. and then you have your side things. Yeah. How do you keep organized? Are you a pen and paper gal? Is there software that I need to be buying? Like, uh, what is what do you do? Well, I mean, the software that we have at Millennium, we use the Mind Body system, and that's the mm-hmm. software that we actually was well. That part was my idea as well when Mind Body first came about into mm-hmm. the market you know back in the day we were using class cards of mm-hmm. course I mean, mm-hmm. they used to have punch cards fuck when i first started yes <laughs> like, straight up punch cards with a right? hole puncher yes Holy so we had shit. and then we upgraded right, that to <laughs> class cards which you know i told 
Robert. I'm like, hey, we got to like roll with the times. Come on. Mm-hmm. We got to have like something, but definitely it's great for marketing too, to have that card, you know, for all the students to have blah, blah, blah. So, and then now when MindBody came about into the world, um, you know, they were looking for a software system and a lot of dance studios have Jackrabbit. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've ever heard of this software. I have not. It's great. I have for... heard of Jackrabbit, so <laughs> I hear they're fast. Is the software also fast? Because I mean, supposedly <laughs> it is, but it's only good for studios with uh, company, like their company mm-hmm. crew, because mm-hmm. you can charge and add different prices for costumes and mm. all of that jazz. Which we don't need none of that shit because mm-hmm. we don't have a company and crew right now. So, you know, more or less, it was all about getting organized with signing students in. Mm-hmm. How do we keep track of all this money that's flowing through? But also, like, in, I mean, everything used to be, I mean, you should have seen my spreadsheets of, you know, our statements and finances. And I'm just like, this is, it's too much. It's too much. But once we got the software, it's like a freaking breeze. Okay. Mind body. Good to know. I think every yoga studio or fitness thing that I'm a part of uses mind body. So they must be doing something right. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. A lot of studios use mind body. So yeah. Okay, cool. So that that really helps me get uh that helped me get organized, but also mm-hmm. it's you know hiring the right people. Like mm-hmm. before, uh, we used to have our CFO, and our CFO at the time ended up getting cancer. Oh and my goodness! So he trained me how to keep books, mm-hmm. you know how to, you know, um, balance out our checkbooks. But I mean, just imagine the the checks that we're writing as a company to mm-hmm. the payroll and mm-hmm. all of this, like, I don't have an accounting degree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's big stuff. And you don't want to mess up in that department. Yeah, right. But yeah. it was also a great thing to learn because I'm a hands on type of person. Mm-hmm. Like, give me the fucking cliff notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it was actually a great thing. I was very happy to learn all of this and, you know, and come to figure out, which really helped me in my personal life, too, Mm. how to stay organized in Mm -hmm. finances and whatnot. So Mm -hmm. it was very helpful. But afterwards, like, as your company grows, like, there's so much I can do. Like, I can't. I no, can't. The staff, I can't the, do the staff has to grow. Stuff and yeah. you know, do everything with finance and whatnot. So we yes. hired. We have a bookkeeper. Yeah, <laughs> you know, she comes in once a week, <laughs> does all of our books during tax season. So by the and way, who, and, and who then, calls people now when you guys are owed money? Is that still you? Oh or my god! <laughs> oh, by the way, Dana, nobody owes us money. You better get it. Uh, uh. That is brilliant. You just pay. Zero tolerance. Zero tolerance. You guys do not tolerate racism or sexism. Just stands. I'll never forget. I love that. I will. That's that's what millennium is. Um, Okay. I do have one more question for you. I'm so curious because I think that people listening, maybe in the beginning stages of, um, 
wanting to start a dance business, whether that be a studio or, you know, more of a personal entity. But I, I think you're a person that has done a lot and done it very well and done it gracefully. Uh, so I'm wondering if there's any advice that you would give or simply something you wish you knew at the beginning. Like, can we save people time other than listening to everything that you've already said, which is gold? Yeah. Is there anything you would have said specifically to yourself that's like, ooh, you're going to need to know this. This is important. Um, one thing that always look for, like, that new talent. <laughs> mm. Give people opportunities because there have been certain occasions, certain, it's very rare, but a few people have crossed paths that I forgot to grab at the mm. time. Mm. One thing with Millennium and myself, when I hire choreographers, instructors at the studio, I'm really all about energy. You know, mm -hmm. I want to bring people that are like humble. I want to bring people in that are like, have a good energy about them. I'm, I don't want somebody who I'm going to have to like work at, you know, <laughs> like struggle trains. I just keep them at bay. That's why I don't like hiring certain people because I don't want to deal with their drama, you mm -hmm. know, and you know that they're going to be dramatic. So it's just not worth the time and energy. Like, come on guys, it's just dance. <laughs> It's not that serious. And I, that's what I tell people at the end of the fucking day. Like, you guys, it's not that serious. It's just dance. Let's just be amazing to each other. Why not be? It's such a, like, creative field. It's such a nice energy and, like, just, I don't know. It's just, you don't need that attitude. You know what I will say? This is what it comes down to always is balance. Yeah. Balance yeah. because it is important for us in our community to think that this is fucking important. Mm -hmm. It's important for us to think like, maybe this is that important. Yeah. And not everything is a life or death situation. Yeah. So like it can it's about both. It's about yeah. being able to embody yeah. I think this is vital, number yeah. one. I think yeah. I'm really good at it. I think I can yeah. create value in this space. Yeah. And if things don't work out my way, that's okay. Yeah. Or yeah. if, you know, if people have the wrong idea about me, that's okay. Yeah. It yeah. kind of having this yeah. check and balance mentality yeah. of, you know, the approach of, of yeah. all of this. That's important. I, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Um, and I think it's also because we deal with so many women in our, you know, industry that deal with insecurities. Mm -hmm. and And at the end of the day, though, like... You guys just do do what you're here for stop looking at the other people like you know it's not that serious do you mm. but it's difficult i think for now i'm curious do you, <laughs> because you you watch dance class happen way more often than i do yeah, yeah. i mean i teach a lot but i'm looking for very different things when i'm right. teaching than you are right. when you're just observing this yeah. ecosystem Mm -hmm. Do you notice that oh, kind all the of time. that that self doubt and the kind of, yeah, of the course. the shutdown? You see it more in women than in men. I see it more in women than men, of course. 
because also they're a little more, you know, I see it, I see it from the front desk, you know, mm -hmm. as soon as they walk into the space, sometimes it's like, you know, they're not from here. It's mm -hmm. their first time at Millennium. They're mm -hmm. wide-eyed and bushy-tailed, but a little reserved. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I have definitely seen two things. Either they, like, will shine mm -hmm. on the dance floor and, like, training and whatnot, or you can see how reserved they are. They're not giving it their all and, and or they're too worried about what they look like to others, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. But... One of the greatest things I think about Millennium is like, nobody cares. Mm. <laughs> nobody cares. That, well, you can say that because <laughs> you've worked there for 20 years. Yeah. But I remember specifically the first time that I was training there and getting called out in a group. You feel like everyone cares. <laughs> and this is important. Add several yeah, cameras yeah. to that. I can definitely see where the pressure comes from. But the pressure is created. That is different. That is definitely different than yeah. like when you're like learning the routine <laughs> while you're learning the routine in class, right? Like, mm -hmm. is anybody looking at each other? No, or they're looking at themselves constantly. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I check too because I'm always making jokes yes. and trying to be a show. Nobody cares about me. Yeah, right? <laughs> Everyone is just looking at themselves. They worry about you know, like, oh, I don't want to get, I don't want to be seen because I look like a mess. That's right. Of, you know, and I'm like, no, and not well, every class gets videoed, you guys. Like, privacy. Think, like, we video every single class, which is from top to bottom. Yeah. Too much data. Too much data. <laughs> we don't have a, we don't have a, a hard drive farm mm -hmm. big enough for that. Yeah. But there is a thing, I think. A lot of people are doing lately that's teaching camera free classes period yeah. it's stated yeah. that's part of how they advertise yeah. Yeah. and that's an interesting thing and then there is the, the other kind of more to be expected probably the majority of classes that happen at millennium is like the class becomes the commercial for the class or for yeah. the teacher and there's some muddiness there that's in terms of like when I pay you to take this class, am I paying you to help you make more money by using me to advertise for your class? Yeah. There is, like, economically, there's an interesting thing there that's been happening. Yeah. I think that the value of being able to practice being on camera mm -hmm. after a very quick, after a, you know, 60-minute class, and then can you perform for a piece of glass and plastic? I think that's a valuable thing to practice. I would pay to practice that. Yeah. I love coaching myself, like talking myself through mentalities that help me deal with pressure, which is entirely created in my head. The camera yeah. did not actually change anything about the room. Mm -hmm. It just changed the way I'm thinking. So I like practicing in front yeah. of camera. I like practicing that moment of like, <gasps> what, yeah. I, what if I miss it? What if I'm not perfect yeah. and the world sees it forever? Yeah, yeah, I, it's mm -hmm. it's a, a good thing to practice. I like it, yeah. and I like that. Um, <laughs> I I like that it can be optional. A dancer, yes. it's important yes. that a dancer can remember, even if you are called out in the last group, you yeah. can decline. You can say yeah, no, I prefer no. We're good. Yeah, that's 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 totally I'm within good. your power. <laughs> right, Amazing. and that's what these kids don't understand. Like the and power plus, part. Yes, the power part. Just say no. If you don't feel like it, don't do anything you don't feel like doing. And mm -hmm. you do get a lot of just to watch 
like mm. the three the three that are performing you know just to watch like like in marty's class like to watch you ivan and bong or whoever's in class like mm -hmm. hey they're gonna learn a lot from that <laughs> too and, in itself. oh here's the circling back and you can learn a lot 1400 times in a row you can watch that until it is ingrained on your eyelids and i think that's the other reason why people are great at dance because they are truly studying it watching yeah. at insane rate like the amount that dance used to be on my retina mm -hmm. <laughs> was like yeah. four hours a day when i yeah. was at class yeah. but now it is yeah wake up in YouTube, then afternoon <laughs> TikTok, then yeah. class, and then watch the footage from class. It's like yeah. the majority of the day is people of devouring course. dance. I'm yeah. here for it. I think yeah. it's good for business. Yep, um, I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, so, so glad that you came and, and shared a little bit of the backstory of Millennium and your history with it. Yeah. Um, I'm inspired to organize my life. I, I don't <laughs> know about anyone else, but I'm feeling very much like a businesswoman or like uh, I have, I can, I can make decisions that make big change. Um, so that's cool. Thank you so much for that. Yay. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Dina. You're welcome. I <laughs> am so grateful for you. Thanks, Jen. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>